0: Hi everyone, this is Cherry, and this is Christ-Centered Change. This podcast will be about faith-based weight loss with mental health emphasis. I am a mental health professional, but I'm not a dietitian or a medical professional, so please seek medical advice before trying any of my strategies. These are just proven ways that I have, through faith, been able to um, stay on my weight loss weight loss journey and to continue. All right. So, first I would just want to start with the foundations of my faith-based weight loss. I think that my foundation starts with gratitude, action-based gratitude. So, I have seen, everybody has seen people who are suffering from paralysis and The thought of wanting to be able to take a step and not being able to take a step, is, um, that's overwhelming. And that's just a side note that we need to pray for people who are suffering. But action-based gratitude is the concept that I'm under. is that they are not able to take a step, but we are fully able. And we need to show our gratitude for mobility by moving Our bodies were made to move. I've heard that somewhere. So it just humbles me to think I have the ability to do something that people yearn to do and I don't take full advantage of it. So God really convicted me. It's like, use what I have given to you. Not everyone has ability and the chance to do the things you have to do. Then my other conviction, uh, which is part of my foundation, to my faith-based weight loss, is hunger, world hunger. So when you think about in America, we are blessed with food above measure. So sometimes you really think, okay, we eat, we can eat anything we want. Um, I'm not saying everybody can eat anything, anything we want, but majority of people in America have an opportunity to have decent meals. And some of us may overindulge. So it brings me to James chapter five, verse five, where basically James tells a lot of the rich that your overindulgence, you have fat in yourselves and that overindulgence will be a witness against you. And it really makes you think is, wow, it's more of like, I correlate the fatness to overindulgence with obesity, depending on what translation you're using i know the leb uses overindulgence the king james Version used fatness but i directly correlated with obesity and historically if you were overweight or you carried more weight it was a sign of wealth because you were able to buy food you could you could do anything you basically wanted when it came to um food so it really humbled me because I, I realized that God is God is seeing two pictures daily. He's seeing people suffering from hunger and people overindulging. So there has to be a balance basically in this world, like and we have to be part of it. Um, me, I have never been a person who was an overeater by American standard, but American standard is not uh it's not God's standard. A lot of times people they sit down, they may have three, four servants on one plate, two servants on one plate. Um, so we really do I just think it's a cultural sin that we walk we have walked into that needs to be corrected, um, where it's not accepted. But it and it starts with the individual. So for me, I've never been a quote or unquote overeater according to American standards, but I have been overindulgent in sweets. Um, So what I had to do, and it was just as simple, is to repent. And we don't talk about repentance when it comes to food because it's a touchy subject, but um, it matters. I think um, this subject needs to be more comfortable for us to speak about. Because I feel like as we talk more about obesity and how it relates to God and sin that we become free we become more sin free and we'll become more healthy the image of god so we know the image of god is quoted in genesis 1 when god created man and you have to really ask yourself like what is the image of god like um did god intend for his children to be obese um, now, we know that the image of God is re- referring to spiritual things, but are spiritual things causing us? Is spiritual iniquity, sin causing us to not be in a physical image that glorifies God? So that was convicting to me as well, because it's we have to be the best version of ourselves. People, have, We've heard that quoted over and over again, but... I think God is expecting us to be the best version of, version of ourselves um, because we want to represent God the best we can um, and say, okay, I've did everything I can to be a representative of God and to display his image because James chapter five and five, basically James is making the correlation that their overindulgence will be a witness against them at the judgment And because they have fat in themselves. So ultimately, we have physical physical, um, consequences of sin. And I know it is difficult to try to view food as being a means that can be sinful. But anything used in excess in this world can become sin. So when it's too much... It, it is sin. We'll get more into it as we progress through the podcast. We'll talk about gluttony. We'll talk about greed and how it may relate to what you've experienced in your life or maybe someone else you may know that you can minister to. Um, I know most of you are familiar with the, the seven deadly sins, um, but I think it's something we don't talk about enough. And I just pray that we get the courage within ourselves to make the change, that we don't sit on this, that we can glorify God through the change and to really examine ourselves. So I thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey and being receptive of the word of God and how it relates to faith-based weight loss. And I look forward to posting podcasts and always find the joy.